Welcome to Make Limited Podcast, where we talk about inspirational people, motivational stories, and what makes us better humans. We are looking into the history of this narrative in search of insight into our future. Our podcast will hit all angles of each story from bad to good, revealing what it takes to climb out of the bottom of the pit. We like to say, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. It's our motto, and we talk about it here. Welcome to Make Limited Podcast. All right, so welcome everyone. Your host, John, here. We want to welcome our guest today, and it is... Carla. So before we have Carla talk, let's let's learn a little bit about who she is so that you can get an idea of who we're talking about today. So Carla Trevino is a makeup artist. She's a businesswoman. She's an entrepreneur. She's an educator. She's an actress. She's a model. And she lives life as a realist when it comes to getting things done. Carla, welcome to the Make Limited Podcast. Please we are so glad that you're here. Wow. Thank you so much for the introduction. It is a pleasure to be in your podcast. I'm super excited to go into this. It is a topic that I think is super important and relevant for anyone, regardless of your age, your gender, et cetera, et cetera. It's good to step back and just kind of look at the big picture. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think that this topic today that we're going to talk about, that we're hitting, I think it's super important because in the last three podcasts, we've been talking about Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, and Melanie Perkins, which are very successful in their lives. And we've seen their character. We've seen the steps that they took to get to where they were. And I think in, my, in the podcast, Make, Make Lemonade, we like to give different perspectives. And so it's a perspective that people don't look at. And so today, and as we're analyzing success right the blueprint to success and how we see it in other people i just don't want to see it in people we're hitting everywhere we're analyzing every single thing from movies to books from leadership from people that we admire everything today so what do you have to say about analyze what do you see in success for analyze you talked about a general perspective that i think is very important a lot of people get caught up in the details and although details are important, it is crucial for us to step back and look at what you like to say, the bird view. Um, sometimes when things are too close to us or relationships, um, goals that you might personally have or afflictions and securities, whatever it is, if you're too close to it, you can't see clearly. So a good perspective for success in general for me is to step back into your own life and see the bird's eye view. So looking into other people that we consider successful, we are also kind of stepping back and analyzing the big picture and then diving in to all the details, the particular things that they did to get to where they got to. Yeah, I completely agree. I I talk about the bird eye view all the time on here on the podcast. Because I believe that sometimes in, in life, we're so close to things that 
we need to pull back into a perspective where we could see everything. And and this is the way that I see everything in my life because as you know, you know, I've had a heart attack and that perspective I was so close to it that it was hard to to move forward and I had to step back to really analyze my life and to see everything that was going around which inspired a lot of things that I'm doing now, you know, filmmaking, podcasting, uh, social media, all those things that, you know, relevantly go with what society is leading towards, but in a different perspective that I see that I want to contribute into society. So, you know, going forward into this, how do you analyze successful people? I think the important thing here is that success is not success across the board for everyone. The important question here is to ask yourself, what do you consider successful to be? And then find others that are similar to you that have achieved that which you consider to be successful. So, for example, if I considered being successful, getting a degree and having a job and making a certain income, then I'm going to look around in my community or people I know or just people in general that have that level of success. Um, as contrary, if I see success at a certain income level, a certain degree or a certain entrepreneurship, then I'm going to look for people, again, like-minded that have achieved that. So the big thing here is to ask yourself, what is success not in general, but what is success for me? Yeah, I think that's a great point. Success for like, yeah, because look, if you if you see a bunch of people and what they're doing today, let's say, for example, celebrities, uh, people who are in politics, if you see people who are just everywhere, right, who have a certain, uh, what do you say, um, office per se, right, not literally, but have an office, a position that people look up to them, People tend to see them and try to compare themselves to that person and often become disappointed because they only see what is on the outside, right? Like the outside of the egg and they don't see what's in the inside, right? All the gooeyness if you take into a metaphor of an egg, right? And I think success, when we see it from a certain point of view, more than meets the eye, we kind of see it in a point where everything for us is perfect. And it's one of the things that I've seen in leaders and why I like to see different perspectives because one of the things that I say is we have a good side and we have a bad side. And we can be either good or we can be either bad or we can be in between. Literally, it's our decision what we want to do in our lives. And so in that, I believe that in success... When you look at different people and you see them and you're like, you know, my goodness, I want to be like them. Sometimes we don't realize what they went through and the things that they 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 had to struggle through to get to there. And that's why the stories of, of George Washington, Abraham Lincoln and Madeline Perkins were so impactful because they went through so many things to get to a high position. But every process that they had was a difficult one and they had to make tough decisions so even with with uh, george uh, washington he had to make tough decisions between hey do i want to stay at a middle class 
you know, upper middle class or do I want to be with the elites? And he chose to be with the elites. Why? Because he was attracted to power. So do you think that some of the things that success brings us to when we, when we talk about the analyzing of it, do you think that it comes to a point where you choose because of things that you are craving or wanting or, or what do you think about that? You talked about an important point. A lot of people want the end goal. They want the trophy. They want the lifestyle, but they're not willing to look at the journey. And oftentimes where we look at similarities, um, for example, a lot of people look at JLo, Jennifer Lopez, and they think, oh, Jenny from the block. Well, I'm from so-and-so. I'm from that block. And if JLo made it, then I'm going to make it too. And although that's amazing inspiration to find people from your community that, you know, also share your values or the, what it seems to be as similar to you as possible, I think the ugly is in the journey and the beauties in the journey. So it's not so much when you reach the top of the mountain. It's not so much that people say, well, at the top of the mountain, it's lonely. There are so many perspectives and factors that go into success that, again, it's really a journey of the self. Once you understand what success means to you, there is going to be a crossroads. Inevitably, you're going to have to come back and really dig deep and say, what am I willing to do? How hungry am I? What am I willing to do to get there? And what kind of compromises am I willing to do? I think the higher that you climb in your journey of success, the different levels require different things from you. Um, but I think the bottom line and the baseline is coming back to what do I want to be doing? What do I want to be waking up to? Um, I was actually thinking about this the other day and I said, it's not of how you get there. It's a, what am I willing to do and how do I want to be living when I get here? What does my ideal morning look like? Um, financially, what does my ideal bank account look like? So in this, you kind of get to explore this idea that freedom for everyone is going to look different. And I think that success in my book equals freedom. Either it's creative freedom, it's financial freedom, just the idea of having a choice and creating the world that you are fulfilled in and happy with, with the people that you want to surround you, with the team that you want to work with is to me the absolute best level of freedom and success that anyone can achieve and what I think we really all just crave when it comes down to it, looking at success in the big picture and just in general. You know, I like what you said uh, towards the end of that, and I agree 100% with what you're saying. Um, do, you, do you think that successful people make it on their own or do they have people down the way down the line that have in some way help them get to where they want to be that's a great question i think that a lot of people take credit once you're at the top of the mountain when you're giving that like emmy speech or you're gonna say okay i want to thank everybody and thank you so much for so and so and we just kind of remember all of the good 
but like Cardi B says, I just want to thank the haters. And, you know, it's not a common thing to embrace the negative. But if something I've learned in, in these past couple of years in my personal life is that every single negative gave me more strength, more wisdom, more personal growth than any positive or any win that I had. I've always been very, you know, successful academically and it's really not taken a whole lot of my effort to have those wins. But I can tell you that every time that I failed, every time that I didn't have it my way immediately and it made me angry and it made me doubt myself, I actually tried harder and I learned more about myself, what I was willing to do to get what I wanted and, you know, the work that it truly took. So I think sometimes we get caught up in what we're good at and the the easy wins that we have that we run from failure that we don't want to experience that and although it is that fight or flight response in us I think that when we are running from that vicious dog in the street or whatever it is that you're running from adrenaline will kick in the first couple of seconds and that's going to give you a boost but in the end when that adrenaline is gone it really comes down to you and your hunger. If you want to continue to run, if you want to reach whatever your goal is, the adrenaline is going to only give you a little baby boost. And the important thing for me to kind of talk about in this particular scenario is that I feel like a lot of people want the boost every day at every moment in time and I need to feel motivated and I need to you know listen to this I need to listen to that and I'm all about self-help and I'm all about having your moment in the morning in the afternoon whatever you need but I think that we need to stop and really figure out if I continue to do what I do and I don't like the result then it's crazy to think that I'm going to continue to do the same thing and get a different result that's what we call crazy we need to figure out a system where we again step back and say okay these are the things that I am doing and I like what results I'm getting these are the things that I feel like I want to do I want to work out in the morning but I tend to get really tired so maybe if I work out in the afternoon I can still get that workout in so it's really about stepping back and seeing what works for you what doesn't and it's okay to fail. I think we need to embrace failure and learn from that and just kind of regroup and figure out what works for me. It's not about my neighbor. It's not about that, you know, person I look up to. It's about figuring out what works for me personally. You know, I, <laughs> that gives me like a great idea if uh, somebody would come up with like a, um, kind of you know how we have on social media analytics and how we go into our data and find out what's working and what's not what people are looking at on our content you know i i picture that and what you're saying in a certain way of our own lives you know where we look at our content which is what we're doing every day uh, what are we creating what are we the routines that we're making if they're good and bad and kind of like see you know what kind of make a graph or, or so of the things that we're doing all day 
and see what do we need to stop? Like what is being effective and what is not? I think if somebody made something like that, like a, on, a, like on the iWatch or something, I think a lot of people would see a lot in their life that they could like get rid of and what would make them more uh, productive per se, right? And I have a calendar that I do something like that where uh, I measure my percentage of the month of how, how much I have done and how much I uh, accomplished through percentages. So sometimes I'll have like every month something that I did. And if I don't do it that month, that's a percentage off, right? So towards the end of the month, I see, you know, I had uh, 30% that I did productiveness and like the other percent was like other things that I did that maybe I need to get rid of to be more productive in what I'm doing. So I, I don't know, what do you think about that? I think we, most of America at some point or most of the world goes to a job where the boss asks you to meet every week um, or once a month and, and a general staff kind of setting and you look at data right and you look at routines and you see what's happening what's working and what's not and my point here is we sometimes give so much to others and it's more of like company others and we get home and we crash out we watch tv we binge watch a show we eat junk food and then we look in the mirror and we cry about how stressed we are how overweight we are and how unhappy we are and I think that the same type of energy that we put into a work setting looking at that data is the same type of awareness and energy we need to fix the outside of personal life who we hang out with I was talking to a friend the other day and she is spending about $300 a week. She got a personal trainer, meal plan, everything. And she was telling me, you know what? It's because Friday, Friday, I start with the taco in the morning. And I feel like I got to do something for lunch. And plus, I, I already lost it. So let, let me just, you know, go ahead and have dinner. And then Saturday, well, it's Saturday. And so I start off again. And then Sunday, it's Sunday. And, but girl, I, I come back to work on Monday and I'm ready. And it made me laugh because a lot of us feel defeated with that that one decision. You made a taco decision in the morning and you're like, well, what the heck, man? I'm just going to do lunch and dinner. And I've been guilty of feeling defeated because I made a bad choice. But in that moment, I think you still have control. So what I advised her, and I have a background in fitness as well, um, I told her, look, the goal here is not to beat yourself up every bad decision. The goal here is to train your mind to think, okay, if I have a taco in the morning, what kind of active things can I do throughout the day? If I decide that I'm going to go to a pizza party for lunch, then maybe I can go, you know, have a shake for breakfast be active and go to the park or the gym after school, after my work, after whatever. So what I wanted to tell her is stop beating yourself up. You Sometimes the small wins are what are going to give you that, that push for the bigger win and that push for the habit and the push for like, you know what, you can't remember 
when it was that it tortured you to drive by a Taco Bell, a uh, Chick-fil-A, and you cry inside. It's, I told her, it's not the crime. It's how we look at it. And food should never be a crime. And unfortunately, when you start your journey, there's a lot of things that you feel, well, I already made this decision. So what the heck? Who cares? But at the end of the, of the day, it's you. It's you who cares, not your company, not the people, you know, that are close to you that try to have good intentions. It is you at a personal level. So I think it's important to reflect and have that time aware of awareness for our own selves and not just the people that we love or the people that we work with or the company that we work for, because we matter. I agree. That is that is 100% good stuff. I think that is effective because I believe I remember we we're talking about this last time. I don't I don't I don't recall with what, but we said a picture of when somebody's already in a hole, bottom of the pit, whatever, and they end up digging themselves deeper with that overthinking or kind of thinking about like they messed up and you know, they kind of get into this state of just like, oh, I messed up and then try to, you know, it just keeps on like a ripple. It gets on uh, repeating. And I see it as, you know what, you're already on the on the bottom of the pit. Why are you going to dig it more so that you can be in it more and stuck more? Because it's harder to get out once you're too deep. And it's better to get out when you're at the bottom of the pit than to dig even more to be even further, Right. And I think that only is going to create more chaos in your life. And, and, and I like to say this every time. How do you do something? How do you accomplish something? You eat an elephant one bite at a time, right? The question is, how do you eat an elephant? The answer, one bite at a time. Because if you try to stuff a whole elephant in your mouth, it's just not going to happen. Not even, not even animals in the wild eat an elephant all together. And I know that's a little out there. But let's get back to what we're talking about today. And we're analyzing successful people. We're talking about what are some of the things that really get someone to be successful. Little things here and there, like we're talking about that, you know, it has to be the way that you think. It has to be the way that you do things. You've got to push yourself through these matters that you want to get to. And ultimately, like you said... You got to decide where you, what do you want to be? Where do you want to see, how do you see yourself in the next 10 years? And that person that you see yourself, what are you going to do to get there? You know? And, and this is so crazy because, you know, this takes me to a place of, of, of thinking and asking you, what are some of the things that you see in people that inspire you? I think I'm most inspired by people that had a lot of failure, a lot of adversity, a lot of self-doubt and insecurity that maybe didn't have the perfect life um, and that were able to push through and persevere. So this reminds me of a little metaphor. I heard, I'm not sure what they fell into. So there's two frogs and they fall into a cup of some kind. And I'm not sure what the cup is made of. Like inside, it's either butter or like egg or something. And so one little frog tells the other one that's in the hole with them. Um, you know what? 
like we can try jumping and jumping out of here but you know it's slippery and you know it's gonna get tiring so we just might as well like call it a day dude like we are done for and so while he sat there in the liquid substance i'm just gonna keep it general um the other little frog was just like no this can't be it i know that we can you know try again we can maybe find a way to jump higher and he does and he tries to jump he goes so much that the other little frog is just like you know kind of stressed out and beat up for him but the moral of that story is whatever liquid they were in the other little frog that continued to try to jump and jump and jump and run in the liquid the liquid eventually turns to a butter-like whip consistency where it turns into solid ground for him to actually jump out of. So the moral of that little story is that when things feel hopeless, when you feel like you're drowning, it really pushes you to dig deep and really ask yourself, am I going to really give up here? Am I really going to allow myself to die? We always say every day, every stressful situation, you know what, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna give up here. I'm done. I'm done. But it isn't really until we're facing that life or death type of feeling that you really figure out, am I done? Am I just gonna sit here and drown and, and die? Or am I going to die trying? And I feel like a lot of these films or inspirational things really explore that idea of fight or fly. When we are faced with survival, when we have to push through, it's not about our neighbor supporting you. It's not about feeling inspired. It's not about the best situation because you feel like you're drowning. You actually, in reality, are drowning reality versus what you want is so far away that we have to step into that faith concept you know the idea of faith is that you create things because you envision them because you and your mind have created that vision as a reality and that's why when it comes to success i think it's a very personal matter because I can't expect my mom, my dad, my neighbor to fight for me. They can only do so much in the sidelines, but this is your game. This is you. And no matter how much support or how much criticism, whatever it is that you have around you, it's going to come back to that little frog. You are either going to sit down and drown and accept it, or you're going to keep trying and die trying. Yeah, I those are some inspirational words that I believe that make us better humans. And that's what Make Lemon is all about. It's about, you know, inspiring, motivating people to be better humans. And the only way that you are able to become better is not only to practice and endurance, but in knowing who you are and making sure that you push to what you want to go through. Because in everything in life, we create our own problems we create we create our own solution and it's us living the life not someone else and then when we start living lives that we want to be like other people we start destroying who we are and we start losing that and 
when we come back to it, we feel kind of lost because it's kind of like you went and you blacked out for a whole two, five years trying to be someone else. And then you come back and you're realizing like, oh, who am I? And then you have to gain all those years again. And I believe what you're saying is so powerful in today's world because we need we need that. We need some uh, inspiration and the the knowledge of believing in something that we want to be, what we want to do and pursuing that and making that a success. So, I mean, that is awesome. Uh, I'm so happy that you were here, Carla. Before we end this podcast, I really, really want to end it with something that you can encourage and inspire people to be better humans today. It is yours. Take it. I was actually looking at some classic Nike commercials earlier today. (laughs) I was working on a project. Don't ask me why. And I saw that all the classic commercials that they had as like super successful um, commercials for the company was not just a person with shoes running and sweating. (laughs) It was really exploring different athletes, different backgrounds, different crazy scenarios where, of course, you know, they're showing you their product. But the idea was that all of these stories were so, so different that each individual had to say there was no other choice but to do this. I was born for this. The moment that I was born, the moment that I decided to start walking, then I had to start running. And, you know, that story relates to a um, professional running Olympian. But each story felt so native to their personal struggle. And there was, you know, different types of stories where athletes with disabilities were professional athletes and something that seemed impossible because of background, because of what they didn't have or what they had too much of. I love the idea that they just like did it. There was no other choice. And Nike has the logo of just do it, right? That's their slogan. And I think in life we need to really truly believe that everyone is meant for a specific purpose that only you can do and i know it sounds cliche because everybody's like well do you do you boo um in this social media world but it really truly is something that we need to discover for ourselves and really celebrate that you are good at being you now the question is how am i going to make myself the best version of me not my neighbor not j-lo not anybody else that i love and that i feel super inspired by but how can i become the best version of me and the most important question that i want to walk away with today is if you need to reflect on what is success for you Ask yourself, what does the best version of me look like? What do they talk like? What do they sound like? What are they doing every morning? What does their schedule look like? How do they talk to others? If you want to own a company, how does your company run? What kind of staff meetings are you having? 
I mean, really dive deep into what does you at 100% living your best life look like? I feel like sometimes we hear, well, living my best life, living my best life. But no one stops and asks, hey, like, well, what does your best life look like? Not this moment. What does your life look like? Because I don't want to live in a moment just having one good moment and then I go back to my hole and just accept my life. I want to be the best that I can be because if we stop to work on ourselves, then I can guarantee you that you'll make more of an impact to those that you love and care for, the people that hated you, everybody that's watching. You will be more of an impact and influence by you being 100% what you were meant to be than by you trying to do all these other things and help all the world and do everything except for you. So although it sounds selfish, I feel like we really need to take the time to figure out ourselves and what that looks like in order to help the world. Wow. That is a wow moment. Man, that's awesome. I think that is inspirational and motivational and people are going to become better by it. I, it's so powerful. I mean, it's different than just looking at life and being like, you know, it's my moment, it's my time. And then, then looking at life like, what does my moment in my time look like in my lifetime? That is beautiful. beautiful. Carla, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. I'm telling you, we appreciate you. I'm sure our audience is going to appreciate your amazing words and we thank you so much for being here thank you for having me all right everyone thank you so much for being here and we'll see you in the next one you have reached the end of today's podcast thank you so much for joining me on make limited podcasts i hope that you are inspired motivated to be better humans you can reach us on facebook at make limited podcasts or at our website make let us know how make limited podcast is making you a better human catch us on our next episode where we'll talk about the big brand gif the makers of peanut butter. It's going to be incredible. Until then, stay awesome and I'll be talking to you later. Peace.